Yo, what's smacking NBA hoop fans, basketball fans, the 2K community, Hall of Fame fam, Hall of Fame alums, you know the voice, the man, the myth, the legend, and the maker, L. Scott Fitzgerald, the young Demi God is back. Let's get a nigga, we back lit. Welcome to the vibe. If it's your first, second, third time listening, I appreciate you guys. Listen, smash that like button, turn the favorite star gold, join the Hall of Fame fam, Hall of Fame alums, and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at HOF Press Badge. You know, every platform you can hear a podcast on. And also, we simulcast on YouTube. Just search for L. Scott Fitzgerald on YouTube. Uh, let's talk about it, man. Welcome to the barbershop. You know the vibes, man. Come on in, close the door, pull up a seat. My Twitter is at just L. Scott if you want to join the conversation. How are you doing today, loved ones? It is time for TWTNIH. If you don't know what TWTNIH stands for, then you sleep. It is what it is, man. But let's keep it regular, man. Let's get into it. Straight off the dribble, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this beginning a little bit easier, a little bit simpler on the ears. Um, I'm going to go straight into my playoff. I mean, not playoff. I'm tripping. Free agency predictions that I made before uh you know what I'm saying I haven't even looked at this piece of paper since uh these guys were named to their team so let's see my predictions and see how wrong I was we'll do that together right here shout outs to the boys on the hardwood amino app I am on Hardwood Amino at HOF Press Bad. Shout out to the boys on there that have been missing the polls on Sundays. I have not put up polls in two weeks, but today is Sunday, so I will be putting up those polls. So let's start it off like this. KD, I said, was going to go back to the Warriors, and we see that didn't happen. Thought he was just going to do the one year and then uh, take his talents elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? I thought that he was going to make the Warriors pay. But I see that there was some grit and grind to um, the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. I'm not going to go too deep deep in the detail about that or whatever. So. Let's go on talking about Clay. I thought he was going to go to the Warriors, and of course he did so. I have Kawhi, and I have Toronto or the Clippers, and so he chose to go to the Clippers. So uh, I was kind of right there. Kyrie to the Nets. I was right there. Uh, Kimba to the Milwaukee Bucks, the Pacers, or the Mavericks. All three of those teams are still better options than the Celtics, but... He went to the Celtics, man. I got the Celtics right here with a question mark next to it. So, I don't know. At this moment, it still seems like those three teams would have been a better uh, a better place for him to land. Even if you had two small guards, you could have moved Eric Bledsoe some way, somehow, and got him up out of there. Since you wasn't going to take back Malcolm Brogdon, so the Bucks, you know what I'm saying, could have worked that out. The Pacers definitely could have taken Kimba. That backcourt would have been nicer than El Depot and Brogdon there, but is what it is there. And then the Mavericks, of course. I don't know, man. The Mavericks, they're nice, man. Can be you could have stepped right in and fit right in in a glue guy. 
It is what it is, though. Uh, Chris Middleton, I thought that he was going to go out west, somewhere out west, but he's still with the Bucks. So, whatever, I was wrong there. Horford, I wanted him to go to OKC. I wanted him to go to OKC. And then I thought about him going to the Nets. So, he didn't go to neither one of those teams. Surprise, the whole the whole NBA community, shout-outs to anybody who's on uh, Twitter that was going crazy when he chose to go to the 76ers. Crazy decision. Uh, Vucevic. Thought that he would go to the Mavs or stay with the Magics, and he stayed with the Magic. Uh, Jimmy Butler. I thought that he would go to the Pelicans, stay with Philly, or go to Miami. And he chose to go to Miami. Uh, Tobias Harris. I thought that he would go to another team. And I was hoping that he would go to the Bucks. And in lieu to thinking that he's a better player, more positive basketball player in regards of putting out output or whatever it is, a better player overall than Chris Middleton and Tobias Harris is still getting paid $2 million more, but I mean, that's not a whole lot more, but it's a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? Um, DeMarcus Cousins said he was going to go to the Lakers. And that's where he went. <laughs> um, Beverly, Patrick Beverly. I thought that he was going to go to Chicago. I wanted him to go to Chicago bad. He did not go to the Bulls. Is what it is, man. I'm not even going to trip on that, man. Respect his uh, decision to stay with the Clippers. And you see the uh, ripple effect. You feel me? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, I thought that he would either go to Chicago or stay with Milwaukee. He takes his talents to Indiana. Takes his talents to Indiana, to Indianapolis. Uh, pardon me there. Uh, Bradley... Uh, Avery Bradley has been away from the Grizzlies. He is not uh, signed to a team yet. So uh, he's still out there on the market. And I did not have a team next to his name either. So it's what it is. Uh, Julius Randle, I thought that he would get traded. And uh, hey, he was unrestricted free agent. At- Ends up signing. Uh, Steven Adams is still there. You got D'Angelo Russell. I didn't know where he was going to go. Uh, I should have kind of cho- kind of did him the way that I did Chris Middleton, where I just picked uh, out west or uh, out east. Should have did something like that with him. Uh, Clint Capella, I think that he's going to get traded somewhere, but, you know, that hasn't happened yet. I think Kevin Love is going to be in the midst of a trade, and he hasn't been... Uh, in the midst of any trades or whatever, any talks yet, any rumors yet, uh, the Morris brothers, I had OKC for Markeith and then nothing for Marcus, but he, Marcus chose to go to the Spurs, how do you guys feel about that, um, Danny Green, I said he was gonna go to the Lakers, he's there, Jeremy Grant, uh, Jeremy Graham, Jeremy Lamb, (laughs) He chose to go to the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers, man, they have really stepped it up as well as um, the Jazz. But I'll get to that later. The Terry Rozier, I didn't have a team next to him. 
thought that somebody would snatch him up and i think that charlotte is gonna overpay because that's just what they do that is what they do they overpay basketball players period they just they look at the skill set they say oh you one of those you're from north carolina you're from duke you know what i'm saying you're a forward and it just if you are a big man they want you in charlotte and they're willing to pay scratch that man just put that in rice we done with that harrison barnes is still with the kings i didn't have a team next to him because i didn't want him to go to the kings i do not want him to stay with the kings and the Kings spent the money to keep him there here's what it is man uh Josh Richardson did not see him leaving Miami. Uh, got Iggy still on the market. You still got, um, I mean, J.J. Redick with the blind side to the Pelicans. Um, what else is crazy? Derrick Rose to the Pistons. I was talking to somebody recently. Um, talking to my friend. They live in Detroit. And I was saying, hey, you know what I'm saying? Detroit is going to be hot because... They got Derrick Rose out there, you know what I'm saying? They got something to look forward to, a name, some positive light, you know what I'm saying? Gonna be shared in the city and, uh, you know, the new arena down there is gonna be turned up, you feel me? So, but I can't call it though. Um, Bobby Portis is a Nick. Uh, I was happy to see him go from the Bulls. I really was. So, who knows what he's going to do out there uh, with the new Knicks that have become Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing and whoever else, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what they got. That's what they got. Shoutouts to uh, the I couple and Savvy. Uh, if you've not paid attention uh, to that, uh, I'll call it their show, the podcast. Uh, Savvy is a impersonator, and he was on there doing uh, impersonations of Stephen A. Smith, and it was funny. Uh, make sure you guys check that out, a little W2, WWF. If you don't know what that means, then you sleep too. Um, Kelly Olenek got traded. Drogic is still in the midst of some trade talks. Uh, Westbrook is now hot in the midst of some trade talks. Uh, it's time for OKC to step down. They've had all in, all three of the MVPs, and they had a chance to keep them all together, and they didn't do so. From there, it just trickled down and trickled down and trickled down and trickled down, and now Sam Presti has to make a decision. You've chosen to extend Billy Donovan. Go ahead and get rid of Russell Westbrook, and do it now. Do it now. Do it immediately. Do it this summer. Don't wait. Do it this summer. Um, it's crazy to see the end of an era. But that's what this segment is about, man. TWT and IH. I'll be right back. Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. I'm going to bring... Some hot content right back. Stay right there. Stay tuned.
Alright, y'all, we back. Appreciate y'all for sticking around, man. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with your boy, man. I appreciate that. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. All the fame, press bands is the show, and we here to talk about it, man. In the comment section, thumbs up, thumbs down. Let me know how good or bad the TWGNIH segment is. I am ready. I am excited to talk about it. TWTNIH. This is the way that it is. It's going to get super ugly. I'm going to make a lot of bold statements. This is going to get deep. But I want you to know that it's fine. We're here to drink water and get money. That's what it's about. Drink more water and get money. Now, that way, this is the way that it's going. There was a time in the NBA when they were drinking beers in the locker room during halftime. To now, this is such a professional sport. There's drug tests. You have to be so healthy, so athletic, so one in a million that 400 plus jobs are in the NBA. Only a dreamer can dream this big dream and really put in the work and really be that one in a million shot that makes it to the NBA. The NBA is now a global, beautiful, big product. It's gigantic. It's enormous, the culture that is the NBA. The energy in the NBA for a few years has been super team, super team, super team. Got to get a big three. Got to get a big three. Had a conversation with someone and they said, I hate that. I hate that people are joining teams. I hate this. I hate that. I hate that about teams. Okay. Let's go all the way back in time. Let's go with Bill Russell with his great teams. Somewhat of a super team. You've got more than two players and a great coach to bring you along to be in one of the greatest dynasties in NBA history. Wilt Chamberlain. To say that he was on some great teams... Mm, it's not true, but what he did individually then broke the mold where Oscar Robertson and where Bob McAdoo and different unicorn type of basketball players are then birthed into the NBA where it doesn't matter if you're short like Muggsy Bogues or short like Allen Iverson where it doesn't matter if you're extra tall like Yao Ming or Manu Bowl. It doesn't matter you can hoop you can hoop understand that the NBA product is 
vastly beautiful because Steph Curry is shooting threes from 30 feet out. It went from Magic Johnson with Showtime to Derrick Rose with a crazy MVP domination to Kevin Durant shooting down a Superman in LeBron James. Then there's things where we can remember it, it. It's losing Magic Johnson to AIDS, or, or or comments that Tim Hardaway makes about things where he doesn't end up in the Hall of Fame, or Mad or Mark Jackson is blackballed from the NBA. The NBA is beautiful in a lot of areas and it's dark in a lot of areas I just want you to follow me here we're, we're, I'm talking about super teams and joining super teams making super teams and not wanting to the NBA is in entertainment now it's professional basketball professional entertainment And with that, there's 400 jobs. You end up getting the biggest markets, such as the Lakers. And they attract the biggest stars, the best athletes. They attract the Muggsy Bowles. They attract the Derek Fisher. They attract the Lonzo Ball. They attract... Uh, they, I don't want to say this name, but they attract like Chris Mims. They attract Kwame Brown. They attract Karamis. They attract enforcers. They attract, uh, you know. But then you have the Knicks. There, there's a franchise, the big market. There's been a lot of different levels. There's a lot of different layers to the NBA. And right now, it's going this way. Super teams, do we remember the Super Lakers? Do we remember Carl Malone and Kobe Bryant and Gary Payton? Kill O'Neal, do we remember all of these guys being on the same team? How about the Super Lakers 2.0? The best team to ever be put on a piece of paper, written down, here's the roster, all of these all-stars, all of these accolades, they've got all of this going for them. All of that before we have a Golden State death lineup, the Hampton Five. to a whole new whole new something that they tried to then be injured as bad. Things happen in the NBA. But the NBA is going this way. I remember the NBA growing up. When I was growing up watching the NBA, it was all about Michael Jordan. It was all about MJ. 
MJ is all over McDonald's commercials. He's all over the shoes. He's all over the clothes. He's all over TV. He's in the movie Space Jam. All of this stuff is going on for Michael Jordan. At an age, people want to be like Mike, and then they want to say, I want to be one of those 400 guys that make it to the NBA. I want to play basketball in the NBA. Some of those kids really believe that they can make it to the NBA. Now it's time to make the correlation in what I'm saying. Hall of Fame press message to show L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. TWTNIH is the segment. That way. I remember being an age, at an age of saying, I'm going to be in the NBA. Some of those guys really put in the work, and now they're that age. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. These guys made a decision early, early to say, hey, man, we're going to play basketball together because these are two single adult men who are saying that we love this game of basketball, man. We could, you know what I'm saying? We have a camaraderie. We have a bond. We've always thought about playing basketball together. It's not AAU basketball with that that language has been thrown around, that narrative has been thrown around where AAU basketball is now what they want in the NBA. No, it's not that. It's really a changing of the guard. Let's go here. LeBron James makes a decision. Colin Cowherd says, hey, he makes it mobile. He's made the NBA mobile. LeBron has made that decision and now the NBA is a business. It's money motivated. KD Kyrie say, I want to be on the team together. We're going to change the narrative. Kyrie says, hey, my favorite team growing up was the Nets. Let's change the narrative on the Nets. While I'm able to do that, I'm one of the top best basketball players in the world. I'm in my prime. I now need to show that. I need to reflect that onto the NBA. I'm trying to change the narrative about the Nets. I brought my friend here to play basketball with me. My friend wants to play basketball with me. That's what we're going to do. It's layers to it. I'm going to choose my words wisely. Look at LeBron. He's going to the Lakers. He's making all of this money. He's doing Space Jam 2. LeBron James is seeing the business now. It's money motivated. Anthony Davis, he's he's got somebody out there now. Let's go here. Kawhi Leonard and now... Paul George. I want to change the narrative about California. We live in California. We were born and raised in California. Let's go change the narrative about California. Do you know how long 
the Clippers have been a footnote in the NBA. Let's change that. It's about time. Those kids that watch the NBA are growing up. They're in the NBA and they see it's business oriented. And we can get the money. Let's change California. And they did that. They're going to do that. They're going to change the narrative for the Clippers. They're going to change it for their hometown. Their own slice of the American pie. This is our own little stake of land. This is us. This is, I'm from California. I play for a team in California. Same thing for Kyrie. I believe that this is what's going on. This is exactly what's going on in the NBA right now in the in the thick of things that people are they're chasing championships and they're chasing other things now. Most of the best of the best in the NBA, LeBron, Kyrie, KD, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. Only people that are still title hunting right out of the picture are still right out of the picture. And this year right here is the time to get right there over the hump for those players like James Harden and Chris Paul. It's sad that those two had to get meshed together. Both of those guys have the same problem and they both got meshed together to deal with that problem together. Just can't get over the hump. Together. Collectively, they can't get over the hump. I'm not trying to go out of pocket. I'm not coming peace. I'm not trying to violate. Let's go here. It's business. It's money motivated. It's I understand that the NBA is going that way. Andrew Wiggins, money motivated. Carl Anthony Towns, money motivated. Anthony Bennett, money motivated. Kwame Brown, money motivated. These guys have the skill. They have the name. They have the cliche, the cachet. They have everything that they need to be a NBA star. They're just money motivated. They know that the NBA is now a business. The NBA is not the best of the best anymore. Let me say that again. The NBA is not the best of the best anymore. The best teams, the most money, who can generate the most off of the court, should endorsements and things like that that's what it's about it's about changing the landscape of the NBA for not even personal games but it is personal games because it's your own life you're playing a game they're out there putting their bodies on the line for a job that is very very dangerous Not extremely dangerous, but it's very dangerous. 82 games and then going on into deep into the playoffs, end up playing 100 games. Very dangerous. It's like baseball. 
under some games before you get to the playoffs. Almost 200 games before you get to the playoffs. Dangerous stuff. Anything can happen. It's a strenuous job. And when you think about it, it's business. That's what it's all about. Carl Anthony Towns turns his game up all of a sudden just because money is being thrown around. Now all of a sudden, if I make it to this all-star, okay, then I get more money. I come in peace. I come in peace, but that's exactly what's happening. The NBA is going that way. Look. talk about something a little bit lighter rules changes in the NBA as I was speaking on hand checking and all of those different things hand checking is the speed of the game The putting the hands on the rules changes with you having to put your hands out. That changed in the playoffs. Let's say that again. The actual guarding of an actual basketball player, your hands having to be out side to side. No, they let they let them play on, put their hands on each other the basketball players were able to touch each other no foul no harm no harm no foul no cap it's levels two they're saying the referees during the playoffs are saying things like to Paul Pierce and to Chauncey Billups and you know during the NBA countdown there was a conversation with Steve Jabby I believe they go and say you know everything is contested during the playoffs you guys are playing really hard and everything is contested yeah which means that everything can be a foul but you're not going to call a foul on everything so you have to bear with the facts the playoffs are tougher so rules changes like hand checking there's no hand checking now. There's no, yeah, I'd foul them as soon as they come to the rim. Yeah, flagrant fouls are a little ticky-tacky. Replays over and over, that's ticky-tacky. The way that the NBA Finals ended with those replays and having to play out the last .3 seconds, all of that was terrible. Yes, they're going to end up imp- implementing the last two minutes that the clock just runs the way that European basketball does. That's going to happen very soon. Along with the adding of the logos and things like that, there's going to be a lot of more Euro basketball added to the NBA basketball's flavor. You feel me? So, And that's just going to be regular. You know what I'm saying? It's... It is what it is. Rule changes are coming. The the uh, shot clock speed, you know what I'm saying? The 14 seconds after a rebound. 
I thought that that was really a nice touch. You know what I'm saying? It really sped up a lot more. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot more action. You know what I'm saying? But the hand checking. The hand check rule really equates to the number of possessions. Back when the hand checking rule was still, you know what I'm saying, very evident back in the earliest of the 90s there was less possessions per game there was a lot more emphasis on defense and being a better defender well it's not about defense like that no more it's all about offense it's all about having the highlight plays it's all about being able to finish crazy finish under the rim slamming it finishing above the rim it is what it is man it's always been that way referees I have to tighten up a little bit this year because there was a little bit more scrutiny than there was the year before. So I'm making some bold statements. It really is. It's going to be tough. The rule changes. Like with the gather and the way that James Harden has been able to manipulate the rules. Honestly, if you have not listened to the TWT and IH for Hall of Fame press badge, if you've not listened to the TWT and IH about traveling in the NBA, the NBA is headed in that direction. It's going that way. It is what it is, man. All the Fame Press Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. I'm liking the trend of the NBA. I remember being a young basketball fan, saying that I want to go to the NBA. And when I do, maybe if I do, you know, do want to be a basketball player. I want to follow after this basketball player. Just say if somebody like Reggie Miller. This, hey, I want to be like Reggie Miller. That means that I'll have to go to Indiana. I'll have to be drafted by Indiana. What if Kawhi wanted to, you know, stay with Indiana? He was drafted there, get shipped to the Spurs. Now I got to make my own decision. I just go to California. They offer me the most money. I'll go there. I'll just go all the way out of the country and go to Toronto. You can make your own decisions now. Why? Someone made it cool. Someone made it. Someone said, hey, I'm taking my own destiny into my own hands. This is my own personal life. I'm the one that dreamed this up. I'm the one that was the chosen one at 16. My face is on Sports Illustrated and now LeBron James. What do you want to do? My decision is to take my talents here. Now I know how to win. I'm going to take my talents back home. This is what I envisioned. Cleveland winning a championship. He did that. Now what? Now it's the business and money motivated guys that are in there now saying, hey, I'm going to change the narrative about what I want to change it about. Jimmy Butler says, I want my own team, and he got it. That's crazy. He went in his bag and got it. He 
congratulations, respect, salutes to that man. That's very tough. But that's what it's about. The NBA is going that way. I remember being young. Wanting to make those type of decisions. And people being mad. I I don't see it. Charles Barkley is one of those ones that says. You know. Because he never got a championship. And then even in that, you know, there's Chris Webber. He went to a couple of teams, you know what I'm saying? He never got a ring. There's those guys that didn't get those rings and stuff like that. But those guys that are at the top now, they've got those rings. Kyrie, KD. Now it's time to make a different type of statement now. Kawhi goes and says, we're California boys. Let's go make a different statement for California. And the NBA is going that way. Kawhi and Paul George are going that way. It's a good NBA, man. It's a good product. It's a beautiful product. I don't think that people that say that, oh, they should just stay on their teams. Dame Lillard, those kind of guys, those are warriors, those are champions, those are fighters. There's nothing wrong with those guys. Those guys are cool. Kobe Bryant, 20 years with one franchise. Like, this this is crazy. Those guys are inspirational. But other guys have a reason behind what they're doing. And it's personal. And who can tell them to not have their own visions of how they see things? The NBA is going a direction and I like it. It's going in a direction and I like it. It's very exciting right now. The NBA is must-watch TV. Um, Hall of Fame press badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. TWT NIH is the segment. JSS. I have not brought up the landscape. Rose in Detroit. I have not brought up my thoughts on the Jazz, thoughts on the Rockets and Harden, the thoughts on the New Look Warriors. I've not brought up the big bros and the little bros of the NBA. I've not brought up the retirees. I have not brought up the rookies from last year. And I've not brought up the rookies from this year. So make sure that you guys stick around. Stay tuned for more of that. Remember L. Scott Fitzgerald on YouTube if you guys want to check that out, man. Sometimes Spreaker likes to spring one up on me and simulcast on YouTube. Uh, I will be trying my best to put out this segment on YouTube. So hopefully you guys stick around for that. Don't leave the barbershop yet. 
still standing in line, man. Come on in, close the door, pull up a seat. Still talking basketball. Talking about the way that the NBA is going, man. I almost said it, didn't I? You don't know what I'm talking about, man. You sleep. TWTNIH, let the dreamers dream, man. I come in peace. I come in peace. Also, I'll be talking about your man Zion, man. I'll be talking about the man, the myth, the legend himself. <laughs> yeah, Zion. I have a nice little couple of tidbits and couple of thoughts on uh, how he's going to do, and it's TWTNIH, it's what it is, feel that energy, bro, appreciate y'all, man, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, I appreciate that, stick around, stay tuned, don't go nowhere, Hall of Fame Press Badges, the show. Alright y'all, we back lit. Appreciate y'all for sticking around, man. Hall of Fame alums, I appreciate y'all. I really do. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Welcome back. We back lit. Uh, let's get into it, though. Straight off the dribble. The landscape of the NBA. Nobody's talking about the Mavs. Nobody's talking about the Kings. Let's go into the West first. Let's just deep dive straight into the West. The Lakers, they've got who they've got. They're getting Rondo back. They got Danny Green. They got LeBron. They got Anthony Davis. And they've got DeMarcus Cousins. They look like the Warriors. Spectacular job. Shout out to the usual suspects. They're back on top. Across the town or inside of the same building, or however you want to say it, the little bros, the Clippers. Now, Shannon, the conversation is to you. Skip, I hope you're getting with it. Who is a better duo? Who can put out a better duo than LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It's a pretty good formidable duo right there. See, Dan Dame is still coming up right behind him. Say for the next year since he's not there, you know what I'm saying? I would say... uh, Uh, I'm not going to go there. That's cloud chasing. I'm not even going to go there. Um, but they still got Patrick Beverly out there with the Clippers. They've got Montrez Harold. It's a pretty good team. Shout outs to Jerry West. JaVale McGee goes to their uh, Clippers. They got a really good thing going right there. They still got Lou off the bench. It's crazy. Great job. The Warriors. 
They got D'Angelo Russell. I'm cool with that. I like that. I don't want to say too much about them. I think they will be back in the playoffs. They've uh, kind of entrusted themselves with Looney. Uh, they really wanted Looney, and they did not give him the money that I thought he deserved. But he wants the organization more than, I guess, the money. Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. I'm, I'm done with Cali. The Kings... Still, I won't say and still, but the Kings are kind of, I don't know what they're doing. They went to go ahead and get Harrison Barnes back. I don't like that. They still got De'Aaron Fox. They got Marvin Bagley who's going to do something. They got Buddy Hill who's definitely, definitely doing something. They've got they they're getting the ball rolling. They're somewhat like the Nuggets. Let's talk about the Nuggets. Can't keep Marvin. I can't keep Marvin. Can't keep Michael Porter Jr. out there because he keeps on getting injured. But other than that, they've got the same guys coming back. Jamal Murray. Hopefully his leg is uh, able to withstand uh, the rigors of the NBA and. Jokic hopefully comes back even stronger this year than he was last year. Hopefully he does not take a nasty skid and, you know what I'm saying, his talent decreases. Uh, Let's talk about OKC. They're talking about getting rid of Westbrook. They've got Dennis Schroeder. Steven Adams, Jeremy Grant, they're not trying to compete for an NBA championship anymore. Um, I'm not going to keep talking about them because they're going to make me sad. Let's talk about the Spurs. I think the Spurs... (sighs) Man, they're still in the hunt. They could always sneak their way into the playoffs. They got some young guys now. They're really young right now. Like, they have about four or five guys under 25. And, like, a couple of 26, 27-year-olds, like, they're kind of young. The Phoenix Suns, uh... The Phoenix Suns, man... Their organization is kind of, they're getting rid of the young guys and adding weird pieces. Kind of like a Jenga. You know what I'm saying? They're waiting to tip over. It looks awkward. It's just waiting to tip over. Uh, Portland... They got better with Whiteside. They've got CJ McCollum. They still got Dame. They're gonna do pretty good. They still got Yusuf Nurkic. He's gonna come back. They're gonna be alright. The Minnesota Timberwolves. 
Nobody wants Andrew Wiggins. Put it in the race. Just throw the whole team, throw the whole franchise away. Just Carl Anthony Towns a bust. There's still nobody wants Jeff Teague. Like nobody's chasing after Jeff Teague either. He's not even in any of the rumors. No, nothing. Nobody wants to touch Minnesota <laughs> with a ten foot pole right now. This is nuts. They gotta clean. They gotta clean up house. The Rockets are still one piece away, and they have not jumped at Kevin Love. They've not forced. He doesn't want to play the five. Forced him to be a four. And, and they don't need too much more defense. They need a little more offense at this point. The top of the NBA is California. The top of the NBA, not the Western Conference. The top is California. The Jazz. The the Jazz have gotten a lot better, but they've not just, wow, they have not just exploded like that. I think that they are better than the Kings, but... Come on, like Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles and Donovan Mitchell. It would have been nice if Derrick Rose would have been back over there. And then Kyle Corver leaves, you know what I'm saying? It'd be nice if those guys would have been over there now. Uh the Pelicans. If Zion is able to stay healthy, they may sniff the playoffs. That's a bold statement. They may sniff the playoffs. The roster is is who knows who's gonna start right now. They got such a crazy good lineup at this point. And I mean, we're playing Montrez Harold at center sometimes with the Clippers. Why not do the same thing for the Pelicans with Zion? Second quarters, death lineup, Zion starts off the second at center. It may start blowing some teams out. You never know. Let's go to the East. Enough. Mavericks, they are definitely one of my sleeper teams again because I'm watching Luca and all of that. But talking about that guy later, the Golden Boy, we'll talk about Luca in just a moment. On to the East. <coughs> the Chicago Bulls. They got some work to do. They really got an uphill battle. And they've got the Wizards in, in behind them. So, you know what I'm saying? They've, they've, they're there. They are not the last team. They're not the Knicks. Let's talk about the Knicks. The Knicks are... Okay. 
They got Julius Randle. They got Bobby Portis. They are kind of the Joe's John Starks. That's all they've got. You know what I'm saying? Just point anything to point back to the best times of the New York franchise that's been visual on some screens that we can see and playback. Can't see too much of Walt Frazier, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to see John Starks. Duncan, you know what I'm saying? We're going to see Patrick Ewing with the missed layup. We, we remember all of that stuff. We've got Bobby Portis now. We've got Charles Oakley. We've got those guys over again. We've got Julius Randle. <laughs> the progressives going left. RJ. We've seen Kevin Knox. He's out there ready to hoop. The Nets. I really stepped it up. Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Jared Allen. Man, a lot of versatility on that squad. And shout outs to the Nets and Brooklyn for the hospitality for letting KD kick his feet up for you. Uh, the Bucks. Uh, conversation has been that Giannis is going to be one of those guys that really wants to make it to the finals. And if he doesn't make it to the finals, he's going to be looking to get himself off of Milwaukee sometime. So I don't think he wants to leave the Bucks. I think he wants to lead the Bucks the way that um, Kareem did. Um, those are big shoes, you know what I'm saying, to follow. You know what I'm saying? That's a big storyline and I think he wants to crack the code and do that the Atlanta Hawks Cam Reddish I think is going to be in the conversation of rookie of the year I don't know why I think he's my sleeper pick for rookie of the year he's going to get a lot of touches he's going to have a lot of touches Zion and he will be Fighting it out, I believe. Let's go back to Washington real quick. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Westbrook. Those guys got to be ready to flee the scene. I'm just flat a coop. I don't. Anyways. The Pacers. The Pacers have elevated to a point where they look like the Jazz. They're coming. They look like the Jazz of the West. Jazz, uh, they're the Pacers of the East. They're they're jumping up. They may be a third seed. Miles Turner, Victor Oladipo coming back sometime in December or sometime after January, whatever. When he comes back. Um, I got Malcolm Brogdon too, man. Come on. Got, they got some stuff going. Um, the Celtics. The Celtics can become a dumpster fire if they want to. They got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They've got... They got Marcus Smart still. They got a couple of guys, but I don't know. Brad Stevens is gonna 
he's gonna be a he's a maestro. He's gonna work with what he's got. And they've got Gordon Haywood as well. They can become a dumpster fire. Or they can under Kimball Walker's strategic work to get 25 points every single night will, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it'll push those guys to a limit where they'll be in the top three conversation too, but I don't think the Nets will be in that time. I don't think the Nets will somehow scrape out to be number four or something like that. That's a definite upgrade, but I think they'll be number four. So I think that the Pacers will be somewhere up in number three. The number three area, number two area, uh, the Bucks somewhere in there. I don't know if the Raptors will make it up there. That I'm not going to talk about that yet, but the Bucks. And then the number one spot, you know what I'm saying? Say that for a second too. But let's reel it back. Orlando, look, the Magics, I really, really like Isaac, bro. He is nice. They had had Jonathan Simmons. They are in the midst of the Markel Fultz tunnel vision. They are in the Twilight Zone. (laughs) They are in the Matrix that is Markel Fultz. And they... He's not even going to play next year. He is finessing money out of the NBA right now. I don't know what's going on. I got to relax. I come in peace. Not trying to violate. Charlotte. Dumpster fire. Lit on fire. Pissed on it. Set it back on fire. Dumpster fire. Curtis for the men out there. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad run organization. Charlotte, I'm sorry. The Cavaliers. You got Darius Garland. You got something to look forward to at this point guard position. And Colin Sexton is going to be the off guard that plays defense. He's going to be little Avery Johnson, the little engine that could. He's going to. He's gonna, tr- he's got to, he's got to, because he's gonna get forced out of the NBA. He's got to. He's got to do something with the opportunity he had that's in front of him right now. He's got to do something. Kevin Love's got to get traded from there. J.R. Smith has got to get a phone call from somebody, something, do something. Seti Osman. Don't know who that is. You sleep. <laughs> and Detroit, man. As I was saying, man, they have something to look forward to. Got Derrick Rose coming out there, man. Former MVP along with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond still there. Giving you 20-something rebounds every other night. I mean, you can't lose that. You cannot lose the asset. He will retire in a Pistons jersey. There's no way. He's not going to retire in a Pistons jersey. He must be untouchable. There's no way that he hasn't been sought out over like Hassan Whiteside or Steven Adams or something like the guy gets boards. Bored man gets paid. This man gets boards. Like, 
he must be untouchable. But it is what it is. Detroit, they're gonna fix something when they get rid of Reggie Jackson. Now, on to the newer new teams. Miami has now handed over the keys to Jimmy Butler, has told him that he's going to run the franchise. So, I don't know, man. It's going to look crazy. It's going to feel crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a wild, bumpy roller coaster ride out in Miami and South Beach. But if they get on a run later, later in the season and make the push into the playoffs, they can push Giannis out. They can push Giannis to the point where he ends up leaving Milwaukee. They can sneak up on somebody. They can sneak up on Detroit if they end up sneaking up on Detroit. They could sneak up on Indiana, but I kind of don't see that happening. But they could sneak up on the Nets. Knock out the Nets in their first playoff run. It could happen. All right, on to the best of the East. And then I'll tie it into the best of the West and how I see the landscape. Ah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The 76ers have upgraded their squad in such a way. Joel B just has to stay healthy. They have a four that will work with Ben Simmons where they can work out together, get their heads clear where he will want to it, that pick and roll between those two, I think, will be just as nice as the one between Kyrie and uh, Horford. Kyrie and Horford, it'll be the same thing with Ben Simmons and Horford. Those guys will work out some magic, and he'll be getting to the rim. He'll be shooting some nice fadeaways or something, and he'll find his nice sweet spot in between uh, a nice in-between game at the top of the key, <clears throat> Ben Simmons. They just got to keep Joel Embiid healthy. Got Horford. Got a great pickup in Josh Richardson. Guy can shoot. Guy can put it on the floor. Guys are younger than JJ younger than JJ Reddick. A less um I won't say that they'll pick on JJ Reddick faster than they'll pick up on Josh Richardson, okay? So, defensively, they've upgraded. And they've got younger. They've got younger in that sense. Um, That is honestly the best team in the East. They've got Tobias Harris. He's going to do some things that he was doing, like, in his first seven or eight games there. He was doing some things. I'm like, okay, like, that's exactly what they need. But the marathon continues for that guy. He's going to play at an elite level next year. And 
I, I can't wait to see it. The 76ers are going to be the best. They're the best lineup. They're going to be some of the best basketball games played. The best TV games are going to be watched. We got to see the 76ers. Got to see the Pelicans this year. We're going back to the West. Got to see the Pelicans this year. Uh, the Rockets have got to figure out what they are going to do, their identity, how they're going to make things happen. Uh, I just thought about something. If the Rockets actually want to get in the mix and they want to trade, maybe they could get Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul. Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul, both of those big contracts. Talk about it. Maybe it could happen. I don't know, man. I'm going to leave it with that. That's the landscape of the NBA. Said every team. I think that the 76ers are going to run away with the NBA this year. I'll be right back with my somewhat prediction. Nah, nah, I, I won't do those predictions yet. I'll wait. But I will be right back. Gotta pay some bills. Enough of the landscape. Uh, I'll be talking more about <clears throat> the Rockets. I'll be talking more about Zion, RJ, Luca, Mark Bagley, DeAndre Ayton, Trey Young, the big bros and the little bros of the NBA. That's all coming up next. Hall of Fame Press Badges to show us Scott Fitzgerald's his name and basketball is the game TWT and I just a segment. Stick around, stay tuned, don't you go nowhere. In the era of big twos, these dynamic duos that are just re-emerging back into the NBA, I do not want to see Russell Westbrook and Jimmy Butler. I do not want to see them two together. Please, I do not want to see the Heat. Go out of their way to try and get Westbrook. I'd rather see him on the Rockets. That is what I want to see. Um, simple. There are big bros in the NBA. And there are little bros in the NBA. Little bros are the squads, the the franchises that still don't have rings, but now they're getting rings. Let's talk about those little bros. Let's talk about Toronto, LeBronto, all of that stuff is nonsense anymore. They, the franchise now has a ring. Franchise has a ring. Let's talk about the Orlando Magic. 94, 93, 92, 89. Been in the finals twice. 
Still don't have a ring. Still don't have a championship. They're still... They've, they've had highs. They've had lows. But they've still been a little broke. Because there's Miami Heat. Big bro. They've got rings. Let's talk about little bros. Let's talk about... I don't know, the Clippers. Big bro, the usual suspects. Also, you've got the Kings and the Golden State Warriors. They took their time to be be the big bros and big dynasty. And, you know what I'm saying? The Kings took their time during the playoffs. That, that time is coming back. It's coming back around. Little bros, big bros, the Knicks, big bros. But is it true, Chris Broussard, that no one cares about the Knicks other than people who live in the oh, other than New Yorkers? Who cares about the Knicks? Who really gets triggered at the fact that they are again? "Quote unquote mediocre." This franchise has been this way for years. The Brooklyn Nets. Ever since they've been the Brooklyn Nets, now they've been pretty successful. They've been playoff bound. They've been out of the playoffs. Add some all stars. Add some old guys. Add a bunch of young guys. Had a bunch of guys turning up on the bench, even though they losing like crazy, even though they winning, even though they're going through some stuff, even though they're changing management. Jay-Z goes and says, I'm going to do Rock Nation. All of it. Ever since they've been in Brooklyn, they've been a hot ticket. Even though... Their attendance is very, very low. That is going to change in the next two years. New York basketball on one side. California basketball on the other side. Little bros. Big bros. NBA. The Celtics on one side. Well, we got the 76ers, most prominent basketball franchise that have been around since the beginning of time. And those are the ones that get ahead. OKC, it's time for those guys to come on down to reality. The Jazz are back up into that conversation again. But the Grizzlies are back down to reality. The Mavericks, I mean, they've got a championship. Little bro. Big bro somewhere. Houston Rockets, they got rings. Spurs, very decorated. But the Mavs were still little bros because they only got one ring, so... Pelicans, new 
team, brand new, young guys, back at reality. Anthony Davis grew up there and uh, almost got, you know what I'm saying, almost made some real, real noise. Swept some guys and almost made some noise. It's time for those guys to go back to reality. The Washington Wizards. Michael Jordan says, I want to play for this team, own this team. I'm going to do everything for this team. Time for those guys to go back to reality. They don't even have Dwight Howard anymore. They have Bradley Beal and Scott Brooks as a coach. That's what they got. Little bros. The Cavaliers. Little bros. The little bros of the NBA. They got one championship now. Shout out to the Pacers, man. Pacers been around a long time. The little bro. Is it true no one cares about the Knicks other than New Yorkers? The usual suspects, are they back to being that golden franchise that I just hate so much that make my tongue burn when I have to talk about them so much? Uh... The Cavaliers are back to being the little bros. The 76ers are back to being a dominant force in the East, along with the Celtics and the Chicago Bulls just can't get right. Can't get right. You feel me? Just the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets are back in the conversation. Detroit is still right there. They're in the conversation. Detroit ain't really never left. They've always been this type of team. End up getting a nice group of group of talent and boom, they make some noise in the playoffs and there they go. I remember the Hawks used to be a team in the 2000s, early 2000s that just dwindled in the playoffs. It's like, okay, they're going to make the fifth or sixth seed. And they're just going to, you know, get bounced out in the first round every single year. It happens, man. NBA life comes at you fast. And it's, it comes in cycles. The game comes and goes in cycles for all franchises in the NBA. The little bros. The big bros. Enough of the little bros. And the big bros. retirees, some guys that need to hang it up. It's crazy seeing Pau Gasol leave and then they're saying he should come back and play on the Lakers to try and chase a ring and, you know, seeing Tracy McGrady leave. It's, the NBA is going this way, man. It's getting, it's getting younger and younger and younger, so we have to pay attention to the young pups coming in, man. Uh, LeBron is the old guy. Chris Paul is the old guy. Kyle Corver is the old guy. Andre Iguodala is the old guy. Vince Carter is still playing basketball half and half amazing 21 seasons. Uh, 
Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant are the old guys. Steph Curry is the old guy. DeMar DeRozan. Dwight Howard is the uh, mummy. The old guy. Mark Gasol is the old guy. Shout out to the Raptors. I didn't bring up the NBA champions in my last segment, my last piece. I didn't bring them up because they have the opportunity, a golden opportunity to be the champions and not be in that top three conversation next year, to be in the top six, meaning that if they make it to five, that's cool. People will not think anything wrong with that. They'll be like, yeah, they lost Kawhi Leonard. And you know what I'm saying? They're in a golden opportunity to kind of fail often. So they humbly have to accept that Kawhi is gone and try to do exactly what Fred Van Bleet said, go kick his ass. So, yeah. I love the culture of the NBA, man. Just got to let it happen, man. Um, old guys, man. Tyrese. Darren Collison, bro. J.R. Smith might as well be gone. It's the old guy. Carmelo's the old guy. It's crazy. Old bros, little bros, man. Derrick Rose is in Detroit, bro. I really like that. I think that those guys are going to enjoy seeing Derrick Rose put on a show in the palace, man. Nice arena. Nice new arena. Um, Let's talk about the rookies from last year. Gloves are off, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about all the fame press badges to show L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. T-W-T-N-I-H is the segment. We going this way. The rookies from last year. Luka Doncic. Next year, the sophomore thing, man. Um, He's got Chris Stapps. I can't wait. I think they still got Yogi Ferrell. I know they've got Seth Curry. Seth Curry is a nice pickup. He really is. Mavs are going to do some damage. I think that Luka, though, Luka's going to average at least 20. And I think Chris Stapps is going to do the same thing. Why would he not average 20? Why would he not shoot? And no one can block it. Nobody from nobody but Bobo. It is what it is, man. Luka Doncic, I think he's gonna have a great, great next season, man. Marvin Bagley is. Uh, He's battled an injury in his rookie season. He's back on court. He's back on course. And he was turning up. 
at the end of the season. So hopefully I think that the Kings are going to, you know what I'm saying, hopefully he's in the weight room and he's working hard towards goals and not thinking business and money-minded, such as uh, i.e. Andrew Wiggins and i.e. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, same thing for Aiden. Andre, uh, DeAndre Aiden, I think he has a golden opportunity to average about 20 points, too. He's got uh, Cam Johnson next to him. He's got uh, Devin Booker. Uh, he's got a chance. He's got a chance to um, light it up. But the West, man, he's got some hard games out West, but he's got to go out East and try to show out as best as he can. He's got to go out to the Bucks. And try to try it out against the Lopez brothers. He's got to try it out, try some things out against uh, Andre Drummond uh, with the Pistons. He's got to try some things out against Miles Turner with the Pacers. So and Vucevic, man, he's still with the Magic. Ugh. Ugh. Anyways, um, Aiden has a beautiful opportunity. To really assert itself this year. Uh, and Devin Booker, he's getting help, man. He's getting more help. Let's talk about it. Treyway. Trey Young is a maestro and he's getting better. The TWT and IH, he's going. He's really going, bro. I'm going to choose my words wisely. I think he's going to slip up and somehow end up in all-star conversations. I think he's going to do that. I think he's going to really have a nice run at it. And as I said, I think that Cam Reddish will be in the conversation of ROY rookie of the year I think he will be in that conversation um nice little segue here Zion battled RJ neither one of them had great debuts Do I think that they're going to have bad first NBA games? No. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think that they're going to have to play with good energy and play with focus. Respect those guys. I hope that they aim high. Uh, Let's go with this. RJ. I've already talked about Cam. RJ. Well, let's do it like this. Talked about Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. We're going to go 11 and go back. Cam Johnson. I don't know how long he's going to play. But I hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle. And kind of Josh Jackson. Uh, got Cam. 
already spoke on Cam. Rui Hachimura had a pretty good summer summer league game. You know what I'm saying? He, he's not jumping off the grid either, but he's going to take some lumps out there in Washington. He's going to take some lumps. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Jackson. Jackson with the Pelicans. He hooped. He played pretty good. Uh, not looking for too much from him, but he will be on the court a lot. He will be, you know what I'm saying? We will be paying attention to this guy a lot, Jackson A's. Um, let's talk about it, man. I'm going to skip up. Jared Culver. I can't even watch his team. I hate the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. It's a lot of business money motivation. And I think that Jared Culver does need to be around that culture. I think that he's going to have to demand some attention. And hopefully he doesn't do like Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore was supposed to be great or... Even Archie Goodwin was crazy great at uh, Kentucky and then gets to the NBA and gets ends up being an afterthought. It's it's bad. Julius Randle, the same thing. You know what I'm saying? His beginning and Anthony Bennett. It's, it's, the NBA is dangerous, man. <laughs> the NBA is dangerous. You can get lost in the shuffle. It's treacherous. It's unforgiving. Darius Garland, he's with the Cavs. I think that he can kind of turn the franchise around a little bit. Nobody cares about uh, nobody cares about uh, Cleveland. Who comes here for vacations? Shout out to Joking Boy. He's out there with the Grizzlies, and he <laughs> who can care who who cares about the Grizzlies other than Ja Morant? Ja Morant. Uh, he's going to take a lot of lumps. A lot of lumps. Jaron Jackson is going to tell him all about the losing. And let him know that, hey, it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? We're going to fix it. That week. Two and four. Last year, well, this year, the second pick. The year before that, the fourth overall pick. Memphis is in the lottery, and hopefully they get back in the lottery again so they're able to draft high again. Um, I'll make a comment here and go way off field a little bit. The Bulls, I hope that they don't have that good of a season. Why? Because... Kobe White, if we're going to keep this guy, hopefully he has an okay season. He doesn't get injured or anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? God bless. You know what I'm saying? He has a full season. I'm going to need them to tank. I don't want LaMelo Ball. I want Cole Anthony bad 
The statement is there. I've said it. Hall of Fame press badge. You heard him first. Fitz, I'll be on it first. I want Cole Anthony in Chicago. They have got to turn this franchise around sometime soon. Now, RJ Barrett. R.J. Barrett is going to be must-see TV because he is in the camera. He is in the grill of the camera. Shout-outs to myself and uh, Hoops Journey, you know what I'm saying? Just a little W2WWF on YouTube. Look for Hoops Journey and look for the championship. Monteverde versus Finlay Prep. Bobo versus RJ Barrett. Crazy championship game. Check it out if you want to watch something entertaining. W2WWF. But RJ Barrett is going to be must-see television because he is Zion's little brother almost. They, They mirror each other a lot. Those guys... Definitely are going to have some good battles against each other. And with that said, John Morant, I've spoke on him. He's going to take those lumps. Number two, he's going to take those lumps. He's just got to let the NBA game come to him. Just let it happen. And kind of, if he can mirror Trey Young, uh, that would be great. Because I see Trey Young with a crazy year this year above average year this year coming out of Trey Young. I see it coming. Look, number one, Zion Williamson's must-watch television. TWTNIH, I've been waiting to get this out forever. Zion Williamson is left-handed. They opened up the floor on their left-hand side for Zion. He took some shots, and I think that that's good because they left the floor open for him to shoot those shots. That's good. He went against a long-armed guy in Mitchell during that game, and I like that, you know what I'm saying? But let's talk about the Summer League, and he's in the NBA now. He's left-handed. They're opening up that left side of the floor for him. They're giving him lane where he went from the top of the key, ran straight through with a dive, and ducked straight in for a duck. That play is going to be there. No one wants to get in the way of that locomotive. That is every quarter. That's eight points. He gets up at least another two or three more shots each quarter. Say he gets three. Say he shoots one-third of those each quarter. That's 16 points. He goes to the free throw line. He hits two a couple more. He's going to be all right. He's going to average at least 19, 20 points. 19, 20 points. Zion is going to be a star in the fact that he's left-handed. Zion is going to have the same capabilities of 
breaking the NBA like a video game, the way that James Harden, Manu Ginobili, the many other left-handed people before him, which is why RJ and he are going to have great battles, but still, Zion is left-handed. The fact that he's left-handed and, and such a good defender, when the ball, when the game slows down into the half-court offense, Zion is going to be pick your poison. He did not pass the ball. He did want to score, and that's so good. That was so good. But it's small things to a giant. He's not playing anymore due to summer league. But I think that Alvin Gentry got enough. He got enough kind of, you know what I'm saying, visual. Got enough plays. It was a good first quarter. I think he's ready. Zion being left-handed, I think he's going to learn some things from LeBron had to get his body right, but he's going to learn some things from James Harden. Maybe he should ask Man- Manu Ginobili for some help. Maybe he should be reaching out to some guys to kind of figure some things out, some left-handed guys. He should be working out with Marvin Bagley and working out with D'Angelo Russell, trying to figure out what moves those guys have as left-handed guys. I think he's got an advantage that no one pays attention to. Yes, he's got this weight. But the fact that he's left-handed, everything is awkward. It's weird. It's funny looking. It's left-handed. That's the way that the NBA, the cookie crumbles. Do I think he wins rookie of the year? I think he does, barring injury. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood, God bless the man. He's going to have a great first season. That's what I think. Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. TWT and IH is the segment. Are you dumb? You want to fuck with Hall of Fame? Then you must be drunk. Thank you for listening to the Hall of Fame Press Badge podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Just L. Scott. Join the conversation. Hit me up on the Hardwood Amino app. At HOF Press Badge is the handle and log on to HOFPressBadge.com for the exclusive blog content. If you're feeling the vibe and enjoying the ride that I'm on on my road to 99, then log on to that website and then hit me up. You know what I'm saying? But like, 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 comment, review, and subscribe. Make sure that you turn that gold star, turn that star gold, and join the Hall of Fame fam. Continue to inspire me to inspire you guys. T-W-T-N-I-H. I appreciate all of you guys for listening. I will be back with more polls. 
But this is a TWT and IH segment that I couldn't wait to get out. Zion being left-handed. This awkward, herky-jerky basketball. It's going to be weird to watch. But we're going to be along for the ride. We're ready to dance, man. I think the NBA is ready to dance with you. They're going to make some rule changes for you. I'm going to say Zion, they're going to have the LeBron fouling, the, the LeBron rules. The Zion rules are coming. TWTNIH, I appreciate you guys for sticking around. Appreciate you guys that make it to the end. That stick around for the motivation at the end. So don't let anyone turn your dream into their dream. And if you like something like it, that Mr. Me Too shit is dead. If you like something like it, it is still cool to be first. And remember, you do not have to get ready for the party. You are at the party. You are the party. Outwork the hard workers, man. Never let a hard time humble us. Forward, forward motion is a forward motion, man. Forward motion, no matter the speed. Uh, no excuses, man. This is not procrastination nation over here, man. I am working hard. Healing is a process and uncomfortability is necessary. But remember, you're never too young to learn something. Never too old to teach something. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hall of Fame press badges to show that Scott Fitzgerald is the name basketball is the game. We're not on ESPN Radio, Fox Sports Radio, Disney Airways, the Ringer Air, the Ringer Network, Colin Cowherd Network, or none of that good stuff yet. Look. But we're going to get there soon enough. Continue to inspire me to inspire you. All this life, let's grind. As you flee the scene and shake the spot, close the door on your way out. The shop is closed. It's Fitz. T-W-T-N-I-H. And like that, we gone. Explain what is there.